Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Stream the show live at TNTRadioEmpire.com or load up on the podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I just saw a thing on Twitter. It was on this date in 1987. Eddie Van Halen was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live with the host, Valerie Bertinelli. I saw that. I was just... uh, How'd they work that out? They were dating at the time. Oh, that's right. I don't think they were married at the time. I was watching just a video with Sammy Hagar. By the way, Cameron, welcome, brother. Hello, hello. Cameron Logston with us. I just saw a video on Twitter the other day. It was uh, National Tequila Day. What day was that? Last week? For, 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 it was like Friday. Like Margarita like. Day was That was last it. Week. That was yeah. it. Margarita Day, right? Yeah. And uh, Sammy's probably in his place in Cabo somewhere. He's, he's sitting in a kitchen, and he's mixing up his new favorite margarita recipe. Sammy's 75, man. I believe he's 75 now. He kicks ass. What is his new favorite I, 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 I couldn't turn it up because I was uh, I was driving. <laughs> no, no, I was somewhere where I couldn't turn it up. I might, I might have on the plane or something. I had no headphones. I, I forget where it was. Yeah, but 75. He's 75. Yeah. 75. Sitting there, you know, just rocking and rolling 75, making a brand new margarita. But he sold awesome. off the Cabo Wabo. He didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, now he owns the rum, beach rum stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think he might have sold that off, too. He might have, He's yeah. got a, uh, I think it's a mezcal mm. with like him and Adam Levine. Oh, really? Okay. They have a Mezcal label. All right. Yeah. All right. Adam Levine. Now I need a drink. Yeah. yeah margarita yeah. sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an email from uh, Stephen. Morning, gentlemen. My partner, I assume he's a cop here, or former cop. You can't say yeah. partner anymore. Yeah. That's what the yeah. gays did. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> hey, you can't yeah. say partner anymore. Pulled over a woman in the old market in Omaha back in the 90s. Blue a one two one five, if I remember correctly. Busy summer night, the booking center was packed. So unless it was a violent crime, we would book the suspect and give him a criminal citation. We booked her, and she called a cab to take her home. Oh no! About an hour later, partner and I had a stoplight, and her car comes flying through the light. <laughs> Pull her over, and sure enough, it's her again. And she blew over a one five that time. So she blew twice in right. one night. She got All right. to. Yeah. All right. She parties. She yeah. got to go to jail. <laughs> Unfortunately, she ran a red light. She's lucky nobody was killed. You right. know? I mean, yeah. I, I'm glad, she, glad the guy checked in on that story. But yeah, those cops are going, oh, okay. I bet a lot of cops have that story. Oh, of course oh, they I do. Bet. Yeah. Yeah. They just pat you on the butt and say, okay, here's your citation. Just uh, take off. Yeah. Be careful driving home. That's a light you see cops say live, like, I don't want to see you again tonight. My dad would tell a story about my grandfather, his dad, and it was a smaller town. It was also the 30s and the 40s for that matter, but uh, he would leave the bar in a big packer, whatever he drove, some big metal 
piece of car. Studebaker. Basically. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with the rumble seat. And I remember the area <laughs> I remember the area of town he would tell me about because I know you know I pretty much grew up in the area my grandfather did. And he said that more than once his car would just be sitting in the field right near his our his house. And his name was Charlie and the cops pup go, Hey Charlie, wake up. It go home. <laughs> So he'd just wake him up, he'd start the car, and he'd drive home. Yeah. <laughs> but, the reason the field, but the reason he was in the field right near the house, even though it was in the town, it was like a field, it was an yeah. empty lot, he drove there drunk, passed out in the field, and then they'd wake him, they woke him up and said, hey, and he had a loaded home. And he had a loaded Tommy gun in the seat next to him. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, he wasn't a mobster. Coppers. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not making fun of, don't, once again, this is in relative to the time, so don't drink and drive, we get that, but that was... You know, they just woke you up. Said, hey, "Yeah, get out of here, get out of here." Charlie. I've heard stories like that. Like people are like, "We'll follow you home." I know. Yeah. yeah. We'll, well it's the same as, as you know. Make sure you're not swerving. Just kind of bump the back of the car a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. Just <laughs> kind of correct <laughs> some small corrections. Well, you know, I, I, if you small remember, and I, I, my dad told the story on our show years ago about his dad. He would. He got terrible bed spins, <laughs> and. And, and so instead of instead of going home, he knew he'd be too drunk to lay down. He would drive. He drove the whole way to New York City a couple of times and turned around and came back to sober now, up. Wow. That's that's four hours now. In a Packard in the forties is probably seven hours. Yeah, and he drove there. And I thought I started laughing. I said, "Well, Dad, he was drunk." He goes, "Yeah, but he couldn't handle the bed spin, so he just drive there and turn around and come back." If you're too drunk <laughs> to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Imagine hey, breaking that down. And by in the way, court. You, know, you know how you went there too. Uh, Twenty-two. There you yeah. go. Downtown. <laughs> you know, like I said, this is the thirties. He never got caught, but he was also. Yeah, but if he was, no, Your Honor, you don't understand. I get the bed spins. <laughs> right. Right. Like, right. No, I was driving I in the bed. To, I had to do it. Yeah. I was I driving to, to sober yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. I like the story we had the other day out of Northern California, where the guy was uh, banging his friend, and his uh, wife walked in. And uh, he uh, he drove away, and he convinced the judge that he was only point one one. That's right. And he had to get away from two angry women. Two angry women. So yeah. the judge sympathized with yeah. him. Yeah, I understand. His well, personal was, safety yeah. was threatened. Yeah. Well, he was only just right over the limit, right? right. No, you know, the here. judge's wife was like, "Why'd you let that guy go?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt a good yeah. point. I felt for him. In, in what way? Uh, well, you, yeah. you would know. Uh, what time are you going yeah. to be home exactly? And I don't know what happens in this, this instance, but I know it happened with my wife one time. Maybe she could tell me. But uh, I think her brother got pulled over for a DUI, and no one in the car would have been able to drive. Yeah. So I don't know if they just sat right. there. Right. I, I forget how that got resolved or how they got a ride. But I think well, that's the reason now. they're also in the passenger seat, too. I mean, if anybody's sober, they should be driving, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's true. If you're if you're if you're stone cold sober and you're in the passenger seat yeah. with a drunk driving, right. you're at fault too. Right. Take the keys, man. If you're sober, right? If you're sober, yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> yes, if 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 the, if the car most... is full and the driver is drunk, you you hope that everybody else is drunk. nowadays for yeah. sure. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. right. Otherwise, somebody's a real ass. But if you're too drunk to lay down, uh, <laughs> driving shouldn't be the next option. It was. Oh, no. It was. But you, you, know? you know, you said the the cops would just wake him up and send him home. I mean, that's the same as that's any small town anywhere in the country. Probably even thirty years ago, let alone you know fifty years ago. But it's akin to or having no the, more. No, 
70 years ago. Yeah. It's akin to having the 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 cops take away your beer as a high school kid. It is. It it's is. Probably something yeah. that doesn't happen much anymore. No. You no. know? Was it a small enough town where they just let a drunk spend the night in jail? I don't think it was that small. They, I don't know. They might have, you know. You know. Well, he couldn't lay down. They probably let the drunk stay. <laughs> You're right. Can <laughs> <laughs> I go in a jail cell and stand up? Yeah. <laughs> you grew up in a really right. small town, Todd. Don't so need had to bed. Probably have it happened in rugby, right? Oh, it had to have. Yeah. All right. Chris, you can tell me. Doesn't happen much anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hello? Hi. Okay, so your brother gets pulled over for driving drunk, and everyone in the car is drunk, correct? <laughs> yeah, it was. My brother Bob was driving. Mm-hmm. Um, my my brother Mark's friend was in the um, passenger seat, and my brother Mark, who it was his fiftieth birthday party, me in the middle, and my mom in the on the other side of me. We were all passed out in the back. Oh, you're all in the car. Oh, yeah, you're in the yeah. car. Okay, oh, it was a whole family all thing. Right, all right, That's nice. Yeah. Most responsible family driving home. Okay, great. Like a caravan. Bob was was the least drunk of all of us, so. I got it. Yeah. Okay. And he got a DUI, right? Okay. And that didn't fly with the cop, huh? How'd you guys get home then? Cops drive you home? Well, the cop had my brother Bob call um, my Aunt Michelle, or Aunt Michelle. And she was hammered, so we called Aunt Susie, and she was (laughs) was hammered. So he gave gave the cop the phone, and... um, (laughs) He goes, is there anybody in your family that's not drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Nope, not really. It's Friday. So they they took poor Bob to jail, and um, (laughs) he... He lived in Mexico, and they didn't, um, so he had a Texas driver's license, but he lived in Mexico, and he was telling them, well, I live in Mexico. They're like, well, why do you have a Texas driver's license? So they kept him for like three days longer because they thought he was lying to him. Three days, man, yeah. Yeah, so this was a Friday night, and they kept him till Monday. Yeah, it was not good. (laughs) You guys spent the weekend partying and saying, I wonder how Bob's doing right now. Sucks to be Bob. (laughs) Anybody seen Bob? (laughs) Poor Bob is in the the clink. (laughs) How did I miss out on all that? Was I busy? You were drunk. They probably called you, Todd. You were yeah, drunk. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been any help in that situation. <laughs> I, I wish you were. Drunk as the rest of them. You would have been in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You forgot about it completely, Todd. You're in the trunk. I did. Uh, I nice. don't know why you weren't there, honey. I mean, it was it was a really good party. Well, <laughs> yeah. was he sounds party. like it. He was drunk somewhere. Todd doesn't do parties where people yeah. are drinking. No, yeah. not at all. Mm-hmm. All right. That's crazy. Well, Chris. not at well. He he sticks to parties at our house. Okay. So, all right. And this was in Kentucky. So oh, that's you why you weren't there. Todd. You weren't around, Todd. Yeah, they couldn't have called I think you anyway. You, had you were the drinking. Yeah. yeah, my husband's drunk. Probably call him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Christy. Right, right. Appreciate it. Love you. Yeah, um, we talked about this. We all got teenage kids. We're Todd's are not teenage anymore. But uh, and I've always told my kids, if you go somewhere and you do have a drink, do not drive ever, ever. And then we talked about this earlier. You call me. And then then most of the time, if it's a weekend, I'd have to call somebody else. Yeah. I'd find, s- we'll find you a ride. I would say, oh, <laughs> it won't I would be say, me. Here's my, we'll find here's somebody. My, here's, my, here's, my, here's my Uber code. I'm always, and, and I'm lucky enough, my kids really never partied like that and, and went out and were stuck somewhere, unlike their old man did at that age. But if I would have got that call, I'd have been almost embarrassed. But yeah, honey, I, okay, I, I'll, I'll come get you, but I can't because I'm half in the bag on the couch right now, you know? Yeah. So, and your mom's 
drunk. This edible's <laughs> kicking in. You have to wait a little bit. <laughs> so I'd be like an Uber situation. Yeah, let's hunker yeah. down. Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> I'd call your uncle or your son. Your, oh, no, they're all drunk, too. So I don't know what to do right now. So I'll be, just sleep there. Yeah. I'll pick up in seven hours. <laughs> thanks thanks for calling. Yeah. You I got a teenage son. You probably told him the same thing. Don't drink and drive, obviously, right? You know? Yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah. half the time if he called me, though, I'd probably be somewhere with Nick in, like, Audubon, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing the Chamber of Commerce. I, uh, I'm out of town. I got to yeah, suck it up, kid. <laughs> start yeah. walking. I'll right. meet you. Start walking. <laughs> you see the email here from Lendog. Oh, no. When he yeah. used to work for the local newspaper... They would put bets on the first DUI on St. Patrick's Day. It was $1 for each five-minute time frame. Oh, I didn't know that. And he said the year he won, 8.36 a.m., the report of the first DUI Oh, I think it's in. getting earlier and earlier now. Yeah, but... Well, that, you, that's about as early as it is. That's well, you can't serve until 6. 6, yeah, so... so it, the first uh, DUI is 8.30. Two, two and a half hours early, later. That's about as what it is. Uh, you that's, can uh, yeah, the start-at-home kid. Yeah, but who's who's waking up? <laughs> they're showing these bars at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right? I, I think I don't think that there's many people pre-gaming for the six a.m. bar opening. No, I don't think yeah. so you just get up and you go to the bar. As I thought, I'm guessing uh, there might be one that was earlier than eight thirty. Maybe in the seven o'clock hour at some point. But if you're drinking yeah. like that, you've got to have some sort of plan. You'd be like, yeah, I'll meet you at the bar at six a.m. and then we'll hop in the car at eight thirty to go to the next one. We're talking to a lot of places obviously, but Omaha is one of those cities that just I am still amazed how much of a St. Patrick's Day town this is. It's huge. It's huge. And I remember leaving work all the time at ten o'clock to drive home one of my old places. And I'd always see Somebody I, weaving? I, no, I, I'd always... I, or somebody pulled I, over. I would say five out of the ten years straight driving out to this certain house I lived in, I would see somebody pulled over. And it was a DUI. It was a DUI. And that was probably 1030 in the morning. I've gone out all day drinking on St. Patrick's Day. It's my brother-in-law's birthday. Yeah, oh, it is. So we've okay. had to like, you know, ask our wives to drop us off at the bar. Yeah. Like, Can you drop us at the off of the bar at like eight? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Makes it more pathetic, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. Stop drinking, kids. I I, I have a, a distinct memory of you know in our twenties being out on St. Patrick's Day. And there was like a, it, it was a bar where they had a big tent in the parking lot, you know. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's seven or eight in this town. Yeah. yeah at least. So we're out in the tent, More and and it, it has the little fake plastic window in the tent, you right, know. Right. And we look out, and there's there's probably six or eight of us out there. No, no, those plastic windows are real. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not fake. You open the blinds; <laughs> they're an actual plastic window. Okay, yeah. fair enough. But we we there, there's a bunch of us out there in the tent, and we look through, and we see a, just walking across the window, there's two of our other friends. A couple and a police officer. Really? And they had apparently, you know, inside the bar. Not a fight? Then it almost became a fight. Like somebody bumped into somebody and somebody, uh, and then, and, but what they. What are you looking at? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's fight. Well, yeah. they were the ones yeah. that weren't at fault, but of course, they were the ones that the cops saw. And, you know, there's like. Also, it's like they got, uh, they punched second. They, they, yeah. I don't think there were any punches actually okay. exchanged. Maybe some shoves. Yeah. But they were the ones that got escorted out of the bar. Jeez. And and you know the like other ten of us that are out in the tent. Getting kicked like, out of a bar on St. Patrick's Day, you got to really do something wrong. Well, I get everybody's hammered. I man. think the cop had a pretty quick trigger to just okay. throw somebody out. But uh, we all just weird. we were all just like. I think they're getting run. That's ah, fine. We'll catch up with them later. Uh, <laughs> run not, from the bar. We're not going right? to leave just because they got thrown out. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Speaking of towns, I saw this story earlier. Look at this up. Um, Seattle was voted the, sad, the saddest town in the, the country again. And the reason that is because it's cloudy. And it's a great city. It's a cool place. And Todd mentions how the summers are great. But the bottom line is people hate clouds and rain. And no matter, I mean, even when it's cold outside, if it's sunny, you're in a better mood. But if it's not sunny mm-hmm. and it's continuous clouds, that's why it's the saddest. But but the, if you look down the list, that list doesn't, it, it doesn't hold. Does and it I, really? It says, okay, so this is a new survey found the first two weeks of February, 45% of Seattle area adults said they were dealing with feelings of depression. Yeah. Uh, an estimated well, there's one. A, there, there's a whole episode of Frasier where he's on the radio just hammering his own city and he's talking about, because it's raining every day yeah. and he's bitching, he's talking about, I think it was number one in suicides per capita, too, is Seattle. Yeah. Because it's just... I'm looking at this yeah. list, and they should really go with small towns. They I should. Small towns are way more per capita sad, a they, lot of them, yeah, well, per than capita. any yeah. of these cities. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, I agree with you, but those people in those towns might not think they're sad. Oh, no, no. That's, don't, this is about just people in those towns <laughs> thinking they're sad. So... Yeah, people are not, in those towns don't think they're sad. People in small towns, they're, they're, they're happy. They're, well, no, they're all miserable, but they're surrounded by miserable pricks, so they think it's normal. Well, I don't know about that. I think they think they're sad. <laughs> it's it's like, it's not no, like, you're unhappy. You yeah. just don't realize it. They don't. They're not really known for upbeat music and things like that no. either. Like no, when you look that, at like what comes out of well, there. Well, that's mm-hmm. why that it, it, it came just, out of there because of that coffee yeah, right. and grunge. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I saw you know? it came out of that. Because, <laughs> it, but it came out of that. <laughs> if you read that's all of Seattle, <laughs> if you read interviews about that, that's why the music is, existed. It was coffee and grunge and darkness. No, I've, I've heard, and they had to be inside all the time playing. I've right. heard Dave Grohl say something about that in an interview. Yeah. He said, you know, there's a the 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 climate of Seattle affects this type of writing that you do when right. you're there. Right. You don't write happy songs. That's where when, grunge grew out of. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a mold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's two? Number two is uh, Riverside San Bernardino, so Southern California. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. That's that's it's inland, right, Todd? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, I think that's like the meth capital <laughs> of Southern California. Yeah. 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 But you're followed up. You're followed up by Phoenix and Miami. Yeah, Those that, are sunny, warm. Yeah, that surprises you know? me. Yeah, but Maybe those are what, places you go thinking that's going to make you happy, and then oh, it yeah. doesn't. Just so sad. But you're right. You think yeah, it would just find there. more dark, gloomy cities. That would be before that, and and that's and it's and you, this is only a fifth of the list of fifteen, and the only other northern cities on this list are like Boston, Detroit, and Chicago, and that's just because they're so big, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at a list that, and the weather's not great yeah, in this place. It's either. most depressed, you know. And I don't know if this is officially diagnosed yeah. or not, but it's Billings, it's uh, 
Oh, it's Newport, a small Bristol, Knoxville, Tennessee, oh, I, okay. Charleston, West Virginia. Well, there's no more drag shows in Tennessee, so you know we're yeah. taking care of that. People are gonna get happier yeah, now. That'll make you happier. <laughs> yeah, it, believe it, only forty-five percent of people adults have depression. Oh, that's I think in it'd one be city. higher than that. They don't admit it. Most people don't admit it. That's in one city. You know? Yeah, or they don't know. And it does say yeah. in this that it, it, seasons do appear to play a role, at least in Seattle. In surveys conducted June through August, it was only 39%. Yeah, yeah. I also don't think if you're depressed, you're, like, going to take a survey. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you tend to do a lot There's of that, nothing. You know, mm-hmm. You're calling people up, hey, you want to take a survey? Yeah. Sure. You yeah. want to take a survey? What? No, you know, no, no. I'm not going to answer this phone call. No, I wouldn't even answer yeah. the phone. There's a lot of days I have to I'll try to determine if it's depression or laziness that's making me not do anything. And what do you yep. uh, err on the side of most depression. of the time? Well, you justify it by saying depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe I should just stop being lazy and do something. You know, No, you know what it is. It's just depression. Uh, <laughs> that's funny that you justify it. Well, they tell you, and you know what? This is what I agree with you, Nick, about the laziness compared to the depression part. Is they tell you just to do something. I'm not talking about working out because that's just something everybody, that's just the common stuff. But if you just take care of something you had to do, just something. Like, I, f- I forgot to go cancel this bill that I was supposed to do a task. Do yeah. a task. Yeah. Of some kind. If you do a task, and even though you read about it, you go, oh, yeah, great. That's It does make you feel better. It might be for mm-hmm. it does. I mean, I, I canceled something that I've been, somebody's been charging my credit card like 30 bucks a month for like five years. Some old thing. Mm-hmm. So I finally just sat Damn down. Damn it, I needed that money. Right, I just sat down and called the company and got an 800 number, and I canceled it, and I go, I hung up the phone and said, man, I feel better. Yeah. Why did I do that three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do stuff like that and feel it's a bit of relief, and then when something else pops up that's not yeah. right, that's messed up, I'm yeah. like, well, now this? <laughs> I already did this thing. Now there's this other crap, too. I got to handle two things? Yeah. In one day? Yeah, I, I did that on Monday when we were off work because I yeah. I didn't I didn't want to leave the house because yeah. I knew if I left the house I would just go spend some money yeah, and I yeah, didn't yeah. need to do that. Right. But I also didn't want to feel like a lazy. Plus you're probably drunk too. Can't leave the house yeah. drunk. I, right. I just didn't want. To, I I had spent the day basically doing nothing, yeah. and I you know it was getting mid afternoon. I'm like, Pretty I've depressed. been yeah. I've been really lazy today. Right. I yeah. should do something. So I sat down at the computer and I uh, paid like three bills <laughs> online. And you felt better, right? And I went, all right, I've been I've been productive today. <laughs> That's enough. You feel better. I can justify sitting on the couch the rest of the day. Yeah. You get depressed at all, Cameron? Um, you're, you're a grown man. You're, you're a it depends depressed. on which city I'm playing, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you're anticipating the depression. I'm anticipating it. Yeah. I, I'm usually pretty good about dodging it. I'm uh, yeah, pretty Nick, good? And Nick and these guys will tell you I'm I'm Have kind you? of an upbeat guy. Oh, yeah. I do pretty even keel, too. Yeah. 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 I try to be balanced. So does does he bring you up, or do you, does Nick bring you down if you guys are hanging out? I and sometimes I feel bad because we'll get in the car to go to a gig somewhere. And Cameron will be like, "How you doing?" I'll be like, "Like thanks for driving." Well, sometimes right, right, I'm gonna drive separately. People. Yeah, the most upbeat people go home and they're sad. Yeah, and depressed. But that's no. not you. That's no, I don't go home and I'm sad. No, I, 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 I go I, I go yeah. home and. Uh, and there's usually a snack or a, yeah. a video to make or okay. comedy to write or yeah. Nick to text. Yeah. Something like there's to always something yeah. something to make me feel better about myself. You know, <laughs> like, I know I know it, it, things get sunny when you walk in here every Wednesday. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, I mean, yeah, your hair brightens yeah, up yeah. the room. <laughs> yeah, my hair does. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're an upbeat guy. I can see that. Definitely. On this show, you're definitely not one of the upbeat guys. Low bar. Or the, yeah. It's a low bar, right. but, low but, low I, bar, but right. I can feel it. Right. It's all relative. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I've been in is. places. I've, I think I think part of it is I had a I things were harder. I, I always look at every day and I'm like, they were was hard. this harder than than that day? Oh, it's not harder than that day. That that's, day oh, was that's a good point. That so, day was rough. Yeah. You know, it's all relative to your worst day. It's all. I think most things are most relative to like my my very worst. Well, the yeah. day you find out you were going to be a dad at 16, that might have been a bad. That was day. a rough day, yeah. but that wasn't the worst day. Okay. You know, there were times there were times when he was young. Yeah, you're just a kid, man. I mean, I was I was a kid, but like it was around the time when like his mom and I were gonna separate. Oh man, we were all, you know we were like living on public housing, yeah. but it was bad, and like yeah. our roof was caving in, oh. and we didn't have heat, but it was also raining, and it was like cold, you know. And I had oh, no a, money; I was uh, broke, oh. and like everything like that. And then I look, and then I turn around, and I'm like, well, today I just get to go uh, hang out with some guys and talk <laughs> some stuff on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, Today's this, a little bit better. I got you it. You know? Yeah. A little bit better than in a rainy right. roof. A little bit better. <laughs> a little bit better. The, I'll roof, take it. the roof is I nice. I see that. A lot of us don't do that, though. And I think you're right. In, in any situation, you got to remember your worst day. Yeah. Or your yeah. worst or bad time. Perspective That's is important. Smart. Yeah. Mindset's key. Because there's sometimes if you're depressed, somebody's like, there's always tomorrow. And you're like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> is everybody's wait. worst day usually involved the death of someone close to them? I, I think if, if you if you haven't experienced that yet, it will be your yeah, worst day. Yeah. But if yes. you, you haven't yeah. experienced that yet, it I will don't be know your worst. What, what your worst day would be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Finding out your dad at 16 is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it got better yeah, for but, you, obviously. You know, it's, it's not life-threatening. No, you're right. I, well, that is the worst thing. You know and what? I, a lot of people don't have that happen for them for long periods of time, so that's good. You I remember when I, I was like, when we found when we found out, some of the first people I told were my buddies. We were in a weightlifting class. Hang on here. Oh, yeah. Hang on here. We'll save I'll bring, that. I'll, I'll bring we'll it back We'll stop at a weightlifting right. class. Weightlifting Sorry class. Right, for all the guys listening right there. Last story we had to start like what this were you ended benching? up with a smashed ball. I was, I was pushing weight. <laughs> 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 Putting up like 285, 285, 295. I'll oh, save that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find hey, out. You're looking swole. Yeah. How much right. can Cameron bench after the break? <laughs> All right, come on back. You are listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.